Welcome to the Essay for FAs podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors and active investors, including retirement planning, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's podcast looks at a nifty new tool for assessing your retirement income risk. Coming up for air after a week off of work, I scoured the news and found two items of particular interest, each offering a very different, though ultimately highly related take on our retirement readiness. One item was an announcement of a new retirement risk tool introduced by the Alliance for Lifetime Income. One item was an announcement of a new retirement risk tool introduced by the Alliance for Lifetime Income, a nonprofit formed last year by a consortium of insurance companies and asset managers. The tool was developed by Milliman, a provider of actuarial services, and modeled after the familiar credit score. By answering a few questions about your income, retirement savings, projected future expenses, and sources of retirement income, the online survey outputs a single number reference consumers can use to quickly grasp how well they're doing relative to the population as a whole. As goes with this sort of territory, you of course need to invest a few minutes tracking down your current financial data. That was the relatively painless part. What I found more difficult was answering questions whose answers are impossible to know. One must merely guess as best he can what future expenses, to cite one example, might be. To its credit, the survey producer didn't ask questions like, what age do you expect to live to, but rather proxied it by asking about the state of your health, using statistics to impute a total. The result, of course, is based on assumptions that may or may not pan out in your case. I was pleased with my score, but I did have one major concern with the result, which I'll share in a moment, but not before noting the second important news item I saw from last week. The U.S. Treasury Department issued its 2019 Social Security and Medicare Trustees reports, which showed that Social Security's total cost is projected to exceed its total income next year for the first time since 1982. In 2035, just 16 years from now, Social Security's funds will be insufficient to meet its obligations. Now, this is not exactly news. It's merely the latest annual update of news everybody has known now for a very long time. Indeed, many commentators saw this projection as good news, noting that an influx into the U.S. labor market last year extended the program's solvency by one year more than had been projected previously. But this news item was very much on my mind when I answered the Alliance for Lifetime Income survey. When I input my and my wife's expected Social Security income, I noticed a little warning on my Social Security statement that I previously glossed over. It read as follows. Your estimated benefits are based on current law. Congress has made changes to the law in the past and can do so at any time. The law governing benefit amounts may change because, by 2034, the payroll taxes collected will be enough to pay only about 77% of scheduled benefits. First of all, kudos to the Social Security Administration for including, in bold, this important disclosure. But you can see the problem here. In taking the survey, I may have overstated my future income by a not insignificant amount. Projections for Medicare were also not encouraging, and America's overall debt picture implies that these problems will be hard to correct if we wait until the time of crisis. All available evidence to date leaves little room to imagine that a fix will be forthcoming before then. What all this means is that it is not enough to make merely conservative assumptions. Anyone for whom Social Security will be an important part of their income in the year 2035 and beyond faces an added measure of risk that was explicitly not accounted for in the online survey. 
they actually disclose this risk. That risk is as real as the bolded statement Social Security includes on its statement. It may be the voters will even demand to plug the gap in 16 years, but know that current projections signal a financially more constrained budget at that time than today. Consequently, the takeaway here is that investors should prepare to the extent possible to amass their retirement resources equal to their retirement expenses apart from the contribution of Social Security, whose income is best treated as a fund for supplementary expenses. Thank you for listening. You can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.